Welcome to the Blind Mike Project. Go to www.blindmike.net for all Blind Mike Project, Why Are You Laughing, and Who Are These Socials information. And now, a man who is definitely not blind because of prodigious amounts of self-love. Welcome, Blind Mike Geary. Hey, we heard that one before. <laughs> I'm just getting ahead of it before the comments do. <laughs> no shit. This is, uh, yeah, we are pre-recording this and then uh, recording it one day after our last episode. And we realized, oh no, we don't have a new intro. The people are going to be furious. <laughs> Hack ride's not that quick. Yeah. I wonder if people even realize we have a new one every week. They're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh you've been changing it every time? Yeah. The, the, the comments are going to be like, I didn't even notice. <laughs> Uh, Hack Ride, by the way, uh, I'm, I'm excited for his, uh, I, I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I like it. I can't tell if we're enemies or what's happened, but I will say one person messaged me and shame on me for not saying it on the show. Cause I had the same thought when I was listening to the clips, they asked me based on, we, we got a little more insight into Hack Ride last week. That was the first time we saw him have an actual conversation mm-hmm. where he's talking to Richard Ojeda. And uh, this person asked me, they said, hey, maybe I'm late to this and you've been talking about it for weeks. So Justin is hack ride, right? (laughs) (laughs) And maybe because they were both on the same episode or so, I was like, God, I don't think so. But but I don't know. It's possible. (laughs) It's more likely than anything else. Why else would this person... (laughs) Yeah. Doing all this for yes, me. yes, it is probably honestly the most likely My guardian scenario. angel. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to say yeah, that. So I don't. But Hack Ride's tweeting about uh, my 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 girlfriend or something, and then I was like, "What is this? What you, what's going on?" <laughs> and he's like, "Mike, do I have to lay it out for you? <laughs> this is a work. I'm working the people." <laughs> I was like. Do, I, do you have to explain to me why you're lying about me on the internet? Yeah, it's a, once in a while I like an explanation. <laughs> That'd be a good one to know. <laughs> I can never tell what's a what's a joke, what's real. I don't know what's going on with Hack Ride, but I'm excited for his uh, post show. I think that'll be interesting. It's going to be mayhem. If he even cares. By the time we get back from this break, if he even cares about the show anymore, you know? Yeah, he's not going to care about us. He's on to bigger and better things already. Yeah, he's going to continue interviewing Joey C. and Richard Ojeda without us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty lucrative, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see. But um, we got a lot to get into today because uh, today's the day. Craig's away, so we decided today's the perfect day to break down the heartbreak in Haver de Grace. Haver de Grace massacre and show you guys, not just Tom Myers and Dad Fan but some of the unsung heroes that we got to see that night, because you forget we saw like 15 other comedians. Right. So this is a pretty exhilarating experience all the way around. Um, so we'll get to uh, introduce you into that a little bit and play some of that for you. I have no idea how we got the audio. I guess the sound guy must have released it. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Maybe it's on YouTube or something. Yep. Um, but we were able to find the audio of that evening. So thank, thank goodness for that. And, uh, but first, I want to tell you that um, there was a write-up done on Why Are You Laughing? And uh, I, well, I, I feel 
may not be appropriate for why you laughing. So uh, I thought we should do it on this program. If you'll indulge us for a moment, because there are some references to some of the people that have contributed to this show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, excuse me, sorry. How does the Dickens in here we get the fan on? Um, someone reached out to me. She's known as the, uh, stand-up comic historian. And she told me that she was originally the Bo Burnham historian and then kind of, you know, stretched her, spread her wings out a little bit. Um, yet the interview, you would think I was like Bo Burnham's manager or something. Uh, he came up quite a bit. I'm, I'm, and believe me, I'm happy to go along with it. Sure. <laughs> I love Bo Burnham. There's a few people I can talk to him this in depth about. So why the hell not? But at a certain point I was like, you don't think I'm like his, his dimwitted brother or something, dude. What is the, <laughs> why are you reaching out to me for all this? <laughs> but it, uh, it was a lot of Bo Burnham oriented, but uh, I guess you became a fan of uh, why are you laughing? It found the women in comedy episode. Oh boy. Which is, yeah, I, I feel like if that's the one episode you listen to, you may not have a full grasp on what the show is. Yeah. That, lady, also, that lady's hated. <laughs> <laughs> well, the framing of uh, the, there was one question that was framed as, um, it was, she asked me to, uh, something like, uh, name some of your favorite comedians or whatever. And she said, if it includes people such as, uh, Louis CK and Dave Chappelle, please couch it in a way that's sensitive to my trans and female readers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. So I don't know how honest I should be in all this. So why not have a little, uh, fun? So I told some, harsh truths about the inner workings here on uh, the blind Mike project. So Craig, if you could point some of these out, first of all, this is also weird. I've never done, you know, I don't know if this is how a uh, uh, gentleman's quarterly operates, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like the way it worked with this was she sent me questions and uh, I answered them. And then in the article, it's written as if we're having like a back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, we we did, I sent the answers. <laughs> and then like in the article she's like, "Really? Now that's interesting." <laughs> I don't know if that's how it's normally done, but I mean, I can't remember the last time an interview was put down on paper like this and not just actually <laughs> recorded and sent yeah, out. I wanted to be like, "Can I just call you instead of typing? This is very arduous for me." But, please please record it. Um uh but luckily I had the uh improbability to think on my feet and make it a little more interesting than it would have been if I answered like I did for a lot of questions very seriously. <laughs> it started off more serious given like, uh, you know, your, your, so fan, let's, let's your fandom of radio. She, she, she gives us some of her background, right? Uh, let me scroll back up here. I was not aware of this part. This is not part of the interview <laughs> process. Which, which part? She talks about herself, right? Uh, at some point, I forget where. I do remember that happening. Okay. Um, oh, good. We've got Craig's memory at least. Uh, th- I found that I don't know if this is exactly what you're talking about, but I found this very strange. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, another Massachusetts Boston boy." And then she said, "What is up with the area of comedy? Bo Burnham, Pete Holmes, Gary Goldman, Bill, <laughs> Bill Burr, <laughs> Conan O'Brien." <laughs> I, did she say that? I didn't. I, I, I'll be honest. I skimmed to make sure certain parts of this were in there. <laughs> <laughs> she just lumped you in with them, which was <laughs> very fun. 
It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's uh, Bo Burnham, Gary Goldman, Conan O'Brien, and a guy who talks about all of them. And then she said, lots of super tall guys and Bill, ha ha, from, from there who went on to the stand-up business. Weird, is there something in the water? I'm not particularly tall, and we didn't get into that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm 5'11", that's probably about average, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for taking the time. She says, but that was nice. Yeah, you're welcome. But I do, I do like immediately one of the first things in the article is putting you on that playing field. Yeah. By the way, she seems super nice. This is not uh, anything to do with her. I'll just say there were certain questions and she sent me an interview that she did, like a, some, something on YouTube that she did that led me to believe uh, that if I was like, well, I was started as an intern at Barstool Sports, things might have gone awry pretty quickly. Oh, you know what? I don't want to do this at all. <laughs> yeah. I figured why kick over an anthill when we could have a little fun. <laughs> uh, and then she, do you want, are you looking for when she, the only thing she knows uh, Opie and Anthony from? Uh, oh, I don't know if I saw that either. Let's hear it. Uh, you said that you were a big O&A fan all that stuff. And uh, how you started getting into stand-up because of Comedy Central Presents. So she was like, oh, I watched a ton of stuff on Comedy Central. Sure. Uh, she says that channel was a goldmine. I only know Opie and Anthony from Bill Burr's infamous rant about Philly in 2006. Uh, it's where I'm... odd. <laughs> That's a very odd thing to know them from, yeah. considering they were in the building, but not part of it. Yeah. Uh, it's where I'm from. I got a real kick out of that evisceration of the city of brotherly love. And then... She wrote T.W. Fsler. Uh, okay. I, she wrote, she didn't write. To the she, Philly rant? I don't know what that is. She didn't write the Fsler. She just literally wrote Fsler. So I don't get it at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's where I feel like uh, if she knew the real me, we might have a slight. She may not care for me, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Then you get into uh, why you started, why you laughing, because there were watchables. Oh, she. Damn it. <laughs> What? That was supposed to be another reference. Uh, was it? I think she. I think she may have corrected some spelling there. Did you write relaughables? I, I wrote Bill Simmons relaughables. <laughs> 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 I was like, odds are she's gonna make a correction. Here. Yeah. Um. But basically, that's where you got the idea. Um. Oh, here it is. Uh, you said stand-up as an art form has never gotten much respect, so you did a show like this to kind of, oh, you know, just I'm summarizing. And then she goes, uh, absolutely, that's kind of why I had created this website as well. First yes. as a place to house my bow deep dives from Twitter, sure. and then as a location for all things bow and stand-up comedy. That's interesting to do this for one human being. I know. Because there's weeks of Why Are You Laughing where I'm like, I, I feel like people have heard enough about this topic or whatever. If I was focused on one individual, I feel like I would have run out of shit. <laughs> uh, I completely agree with you that stand-up, for whatever reason, is unfairly maligned and not considered worthy of serious analysis. <laughs> yes. Much like the relaughables. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Hopefully more people get with the program about how fascinating this form of artistic expression is. And yeah, comedians are artists. So I agree with the podcast. Damn sure. That's, this is nice. I didn't get any of this feedback. <laughs> it's because it wasn't a real conversation. I know, <laughs> but it's nice to know what she, uh, mm, yes. Yeah, so she's nodding to all of my answers. <laughs> so here's uh here's where we get into the, 
The first, oh, okay, this isn't as serious as we thought. <laughs> uh, I think, I, I don't think that's how she took it. No. I no. think she was like, wow, this guy has overcome some real odds here. No, there's a lot of inside jokes coming up <laughs> in a second. Apparently so inside people didn't even remember. Um, yes. How'd you get others involved with your podcast? Are they friends of yours or comics or both? I've noticed a mix of people in the episodes I've seen. It's uh, not true, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just us. <laughs> Craig's been on ev- virtually every one except one, I think. I think I think at most three back in the vaulted days. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, but it um, was. It's only there's been three guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The podcast started out with four of us, mostly so I wanted to have people to bounce uh, bounce off of and keep it conversational. That's true. A guy that went by Matt from Rhode Island was our original producer. I had briefly dabbled in the art world, and he bought one of my paintings. <laughs> now, that's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't even know this, which maybe this was too inside, uh, Matt from Rhode Island, it was hanging in the Vaulted Podcast studio. He's right. the guy that bought the drawing of Kirk that I did. Right. <laughs> I thought more people knew that. I don't know if anyone caught it or not, but I am, uh, you know, um, an accomplished artist in that way. Well, if you if you say if you just come out and paint the picture, pun, haha, uh, it's not yes. as funny. And if you got that, then uh, I don't I don't get how people didn't remember that. He had the fucking I'm surprised, but maybe they honestly they if they didn't know it was mad, I could see not getting that. You know, that's true. That's true. And I don't know. I don't know if it was on camera or not, but it was hanging in vaulted studios for at least a little while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we developed a relationship through that. Uh, but mixing business, <laughs> but mixing business and pleasure often gets messy. No, if I'm an interviewer, I'm like, the hell does that mean? <laughs> you in love with this guy? Business and pleasure. You sold him a painting. And <laughs> pleasure is involved. No. <laughs> Craig, who is like a son to me. <laughs> You're two years older than me. Two years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, grew very, grew very jealous of how close Matt and I had gotten, and basically forced me to All, choose between them. Also true. Remember when you went on your little hissy fit? You stomp your feet. Yeah. You yep. Didn't like how much I was, how much time I was spending with Matt. Yeah, I punched, I punched a couple holes in the walls in the vault. I'm sure. Pissed. Well, Matt was far more. <laughs> well, Matt was a far more capable producer and much better fit on air. I met Craig. This is all true. Find where I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I met Craig when my family took him in as a kid. He was a very special guy, and my parents called him, uh, uh, as my parents called him, and has been beaten overwhelming obstacles to live a somewhat independent life. Hey, good for you, buddy. Yeah, you know, I think it. I think it's really special what you've done. It's yeah. really swell. And if you guys are thinking you're like uh, you're like Kramer in the episode where he's wearing the white sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live alone now. <laughs> I got my own place. Well, it's, it's not over the Matt Craig drama. It was tough for me because Matt was so much better for the show. <laughs> yes. But Craig's brother, Chris, <laughs> I don't That's know if anyone one. does anyone get that besides me. That's a very inside. One. That's You'd very. Have to go away. We talked about it on the show, though, right? Oh, we made a whole thing of it. Yeah. Chris, uh, Craig, rather. Yeah. Craig uh, told some lady to bring him up on stage. She was like, what are your credits? And he's like, I created the blind mic. <laughs> that's, that's not what I said. That's what she decided to say. <laughs> so some lady brings Craig on stage to do his stand-up. Guys, 
put your hands together. You know him as the creator of the Blind Mike Project, <laughs> Chris Acone. <laughs> I I wonder if I ha- I should. I know I have that on my other computer, but it's so funny because I've known her forever. <laughs> you know, it's a you know we're a real successful show when we have to explain our own inside references. Like you, you guys probably didn't listen like eight months ago, so we'll tell you. <laughs> I, th- I was long. I think it was like a year ago. Now that was that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but Craig's brother Chris was a hilarious stand-up and basically taught me everything I know. It's true, he gave me the name for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to enjoy the time I have with Craig for however long he has left. <laughs> now, to me, that would warrant to like, what's what happened to him? <laughs> Is he dying? <laughs> I'm clearly intimating that you don't have a lot, and buddy, you're fighting like hell, and boy, don't I know. <laughs> this is a <laughs> but, but I, I think that warrants like a. What? Hey, for color for the article, what the hell's wrong with this guy? <laughs> this is uh, one of my favorite parts of the whole article. If you put Craig's life in the box of overcoming being severely handicapped, it's pretty impressive. Mm, that's true. You know, that's very true. Like, start looking at Craig that way. That's right. I, I am the American dream. <laughs> uh, the fourth voice on the show is Mike Harris. <laughs> People might remember that. Uh, his departure is a much lighter story. He was really there for comedic relief and his social media prowess. He left That's after true. Mi- I saw what a what a dynamo he was on Twitter. <laughs> I said, this guy's got yeah. the goods. He's going to know how to, when I get riled up by some of the comments, this guy's going to know how to, you know, throw some cold water on me and calm me down. <laughs> he left after making partner at his law firm. <laughs> Congratulations to him. Good for him. Thanks for the breakdown. Craig seems like a great guy, and I completely agreed with him about South Park beating Family Guy, hands down. See, that's that's kind of the thing where it's like he he's and he's really smart. That's <laughs> <laughs> like when people find out I'm blind for some reason, like talk a little louder. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also she has no idea what was wrong with it. But she's just like, I'll throw him a bone. He's right about oh, that South Park take was good. Yeah, and like, I, I didn't say that by the way. I don't think anyone has yet to say Family Guy's better. <laughs> like I and the rest of the audience, <laughs> as if it was Craig's idea. <laughs> I also know a lot of attorneys. My dad is one, and so is my ex-husband and his father. So I totally I get having so. to focus on your legal work. It's a very demanding job. I think the uh, ex-husband, that might be a recent ex, we did not have very long exchanges, yet the, that came up a lot for some reason. <laughs> She's so, like, oh, it's just like my ex-husband says. I'm like, she thinks what? you're cute. Something happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, are we flirting? What's going on here? Process pretty simple. You go back and forth between serious answers and like jokes. <laughs> uh, I So I answered, I'll give you a peek inside the mind. I'll let you into my James Lipton studio here. Um. I realized what a douche I would say. So she reached out to me and I was like, yeah, what the hell? Cause I, I don't know how many people read this website, but I was like, that's nice. Just that she cares enough to do an interview about why you left. Mm -hmm. And then I realized what a douche I would sound like if anyone found it. (laughs) And I'm like, well, you see, I was thinking one day. (laughs) You got your comedy. (laughs) Do you get it? A spotlight shines on me. I'm wearing a turtleneck. Mm. Um, 
And then she asked, what's your favorite episodes that you've uploaded? Least favorite. Are there any subjects you wanted to do that just didn't work out for some reason? Boy, were there. And this I've kept quiet for a long, I've bit my tongue on this. <laughs> Even though I felt, uh, you know, a slap on the wrist at the very least was deserved. There, there could be a hoax involved here. You guys be the judge. <laughs> I don't know. Um, your favorite episode is Lenny Bruce and the Three Stooges. I love those episodes. Um, so you start off telling the truth. <laughs> you don't know that. That could be lying. It's true. But I also love doing episodes on Patrice and Norm. Um, the only episode I've refused to release was discussing the use of blackface in comedy. It's a real shame. <laughs> Given the current climate... With people like Jimmy Kimmel and Sarah Silverman answering for their past use uh, in episodes of 30 Rock and It's Always Sunny being removed, I thought it'd make for an interesting discussion. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? It did, in my mind. Little did I know what was happening. But after back, taking advantage of my disability. Yeah, yeah. But after recording the episode, Hackride informed me that Craig was in full minstrel show era blackface. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was described to me as uh, think Al Jolson but more offensive. <laughs> Blackface that makes Ted Danson blush. Yeah, Be, being blind, I didn't catch it. I didn't. Although I did, I wish I had. This is the funniest part. Although I did notice a few of the impressions he did felt a little stereotypical. He was going for some sort of joke or commentary that just did not land. I accepted his apology, but refused to air it. Yeah, when Craig kept calling me Mammy, I thought that was... (laughs) (laughs) This is the part. God bless this lady. (laughs) Yeah, blackface is a really tricky subject to discuss, especially if it's just white guys with no other perspectives at the table. (laughs) Best not to go there, in my opinion. Oh, well, I, I think you might have skipped over the part that I liked. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you read it and I just didn't catch it. But she says, uh, um, I, I said, I didn't catch it because I was blind. And she interjects, a totally valid excuse. Oh, it's in, uh, it's in uh, parentheses. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Is totally, it the phrasing, a totally what? Totally valid excuse, exclamation mark. Yeah, I like that she's calling the dogs off. Like, yeah. hey. Thank God she complimented me before this part. Stand-up comedy historian fans, stand down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love to check out the Lenny Bruce episode. I'd first heard of him in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. More Bo Burnham shit. That's funny. The first time I ever heard of Lenny Bruce was the completely fictionalized version of him. (laughs) Uh, Some Norm talking about Bo Burnham. Yeah, that was the that was the biggest stuff, I think. Some more Bo. Holy fuck! There was a lot of Bo Burnham and and Mulaney. Yeah. She asked me about Mulaney, and I made the mistake of mentioning uh, that I was at the Baby J taping. I thought we were starting a whole new article. She was like, "Well, with the Emmys coming up, what are your predictions?" I was like, "What <laughs> Emmys? Oh, yeah. I don't know." That was at the end of this, right? <laughs> um. Anything else that you remember? No. um, I said, uh, she asked how I prep some of the information. And uh, I said, uh, one of the things I listed was a lot of the interviews that I'll go through by some of the greats, the great interviewers like uh, Dick Cavett, uh, Larry King, John Melendez. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I and I said uh, there was one thing I said about Hack Ride where uh, um, I, I mentioned that we sent him the episodes because he's kind of our program director around here. Yeah. And for fi- final say, so he gets final cut on all the episodes. And I also I don't know if this is in there or not. I, I got one here. Go ahead. Um, I would say my blindness might not be what drove me. This is to, what I was talking to about. more <laughs> audio driven formats like radio, podcast, stand up. I discovered guys like John Mulaney and Hannibal Burris on Pandora years ago. Uh, when watching specials, I do miss a lot of facial expressions and visual cues, but often Hack Ride is around to whisper in my ear, which is oddly comforting. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'd be like, does this man live with you? What's the situation here? <laughs> Who's Hackride? <laughs> well, I told you, he's the program director here. <laughs> so I think that was about it. <laughs> Her response is fucking hilarious. Though. Oh, let me hear it. That's great you have a friend to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I tell myself every day. <laughs> that's... Uh, that's it's so good to have friends. <laughs> man, has Bo Burnham met this lady? Uh, I think she met him once at, she was at Gerard Carmichael. She, she was, she's probably everywhere he goes. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The, the woman in comedy episode was Katie's suggestion. <laughs> Wasn't mine. <laughs> oh, oh, that's another one. I said, um, I got it right here. If you want me to okay. continue, <laughs> <laughs> this is not even an inside reference to us. Technically it's more of like a, Shane Gillis inside reference. Uh, we do focus more on male comics. Up until recently, it's been predominantly male industry, and we are discussing. As Craig always says, as podcasters, we need to push boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I would like there in the article yeah. is a picture of you in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Hackride could have made one. Uh, now his bad boy shock jock mentality is often misguided and gets him in trouble. But I do think there's something to be said for not being afraid of the backlash. <laughs> you should have called you inspire me. Your bad boy <laughs> image inspires. Me. You should have called it blacklash. <laughs> Just like step in it. Uh, she goes, Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta ruffle some feathers online, that's what she says. This was, uh, it was fun. It was, it was fun to do. I don't know how many people read it, but it was fun. And she's posted a random picture of Bo in his Pee Wee Herman shirt. Yeah, it was a lot of pictures, huh? So many pictures. I wonder why. Is that how the kids do blogging now? <laughs> this is, this was, this next part was, uh, you were talking about the Simpsons episode? Was I? Yeah, for a second. Um, okay. uh, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, I, she was like, uh, she was like, why didn't you mention, um, well, why didn't you go more in depth on something related to the Simpsons? And I said that, well, my Simpsons knowledge isn't that vast. So that's probably what led me to this answer. Yeah. Simply because my, uh, this is the hardest I laughed out loud just because it was so dumb. I loved it. Uh, my Simpsons knowledge isn't that deep. Uh, the Simpsons episodes we, that we did, I leaned on our guest, Carl Hamburger from Why Do I Podcast. Did you write Carla? No. This lady doesn't listen to me. I knew, I knew she's probably like, he's blind. <laughs> she was probably. Well, that she fact checked? Yeah. I well, mean, Jesus. Not completely because Why Do I Podcast made it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh, that episode will be on my top of uh, the next one to watch. Blah, blah. Uh, 
Man, there yeah. are so I think, many. I think that's about it. She's just putting pictures of her own personal shirts and shit on here. <laughs> or a towel. A lot, a lot of pictures. Towels. Her. Yep. Simpsons everywhere. But people seem to enjoy it. So go. She a very a super nice lady. Uh, I forget her name, but <laughs> sweetest pie. So go to. I think it's just the stand up comedy historian. Yeah. She goes by such. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Oh, stand-up comedy historian. Yes. I get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> but so, uh, Check that out. Support that lady. Now, <clears throat> that was a little fun that we had at the top of the program. And the way I'm looking at today's episode is uh, that's kind of like when a company hires a comedian to open like a corporate retreat of some kind. Because now it's sort of like, hey, that was fun, right, gang? Because the rest of this is going to be excruciating. <laughs> this is going to be uh, an undying hell that we're going to all get through together. So buckle up. We you haven't want to go home, but there's no turning around now. Yeah, we haven't done one of these. Uh, how long do, can we go before we tap out? Thanks. <laughs> this is a tap out episode. Here's here's what August has been like for the the Blind Mike Project. Because uh, I appreciate you guys being a uh, you know. We're a, we're a small but powerful audience here. Um, hopefully growing all the time. And uh, June and July were probably our two best months ever, right? Uh, last month was the best this show's done, yes. Yeah, especially especially on YouTube, like by far. Oh, yeah. And so I said, uh, what if we used August to bring that to a grind? <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop putting in any effort and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and really... Slam on the brakes <laughs> of anything uh, resembling any sort of success. So uh, we put the we put the kibosh on that real quick. We barely posted any clips this month. Uh, no segments, nothing. We said August can fuck itself, and we'll take it easy. <laughs> but I feel like we put out more than we have in a while. Um, or we've just yeah, well, that's the thing is, I've, I, I I try to make sure there's always something. Um, so hopefully you guys have enjoyed some of the vacation content. Hopefully all three of us are back cooking in September. But uh, yeah, August has been a bit of a slow month here. And yeah. I decided to yep. end it with like, let's see if you can even make it through this. You know? <laughs> let's really turn them around. Hey, you thought the last few episodes weren't as fun as usual. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, first, let me tell you, if you, uh, want to support the show, if you want to get us back on track, the best way to motivate us is going to blindmike.net. You can support the show for free there, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google play, wherever you get your podcasts, all the links are there, uh, including the YouTube, which you guys should subscribe. That helps more people see the show, helps us get into people's algorithms. Um, you know, if you know people that like the topics we talk about, if you comment and like, and subscribe and all that, it helps get those eyes on us. And uh, if you want to support the show even more, subscribe to the Patreon. We have YouTube memberships available as well. Um, but personally, I think the best bang for your buck is the Patreon, where you can get bonus Why You Laughing, you get early episodes of Why You Laughing. Um, <clears throat> episodes like this, when we pre-record uh, Blind Mike Project and don't go live, we post these on Patreon first. So you would have gotten this five days early or something. Um, as well as uh, Quincy and whatever other stuff we decide to do on there. So subscribe to the Patreon if you'd be so kind, or support the show for free, whatever you're more uh, comfortable with. And uh, 
go uh, support. Are you guys running any new scams come fall, Craig? No scams. No scams. At least not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Verygoodshow.org is where you can find Craig and go follow Hack Ride on YouTube. Support the boys uh, that support this show. And uh, let's get into it. So, any of you that uh, you know weren't around for this, for the description, because I think the full breakdown was just on Patreon, right? Um, so, we talked about our experience in Haver de Grace, then we played some of it on the show. But today, is a day where we find out uh, who are the weak and we leave you behind because if you can't get through this episode, imagine being there. <laughs> imagine driving to Maryland for this. It must've been awesome to do that. Actually. It actually was a lot of fun <laughs> until it wasn't, but uh, let's just get into it. So we were very pleasantly surprised because I thought basically your two headliners were going to be Tom Myers and Dat Fam. I thought they were each going to do like half an hour or something, but good news because Tom Myers was opening the show and uh, you know, he was worried that um, you know, we took out of context some of the things he said. So we should probably analyze all of it right now. Did you see, by the way, they're running that show back. What does that mean? Dad fan and friends has Tom Myers. I forget where, but they're doing it again. Tom Myers. Well, well, good. (laughs) <laughs> ah, Christ, another Thursday gone for me. <laughs> <laughs> we should go back and sit there stone <laughs> sit there stone faced. Don't react at all. Yeah, is this better? <laughs> Cocksuckers? <laughs> I can see, you piece of shit. Listen to that pop. Big pop. (laughs) You you turn that up a little? Yes. Thank you all so much. Uh, You got here a little early. I know there was a little bit of confusion about the start time of the show. Uh, they wanted me to make another announcement. Actually, the show starts at nine. What? So uh, <laughs> uh, that would have been nuts. Really that would have been so funny. Be a lot funnier than that, I promise. So. No. So much <laughs> there you are. Now, yeah, you're gonna hear a lot of me and Justin because uh, I had a milestone birthday. I just turned forty this year. Okay, hold on. Pause. With pausing, we're going to be here for eight hours. Yeah, I know. Well, it's their fault. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Support the show more. (laughs) That's true. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what that means, really. I kind of just said it, and (laughs) you agreed with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this starts... uh, Keep that birthday thing in mind. So Tom mentions his birthday. As we go through this, you're going to want that in the back of your mind. Yes. Good news, guys. Only 131 minutes left. Oh, my God. Hold on. Pause. I thought you said it was an hour and a half. Oh, sorry. An hour and 31 minutes left. Oh, thank God. (laughs) You almost did a spit take. That's over. 131 minutes is over two hours. I know. Okay. All right. That that eases some of the tension. Does it? It's still the same to me. Which is fitting because without warning, I will go ahead and dry hump your leg at random. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tom, don't you do it. 
A lot of people are down on birthdays about getting older, but I'm not. I'm not. I love birthdays. Some of my greatest memories happened on my birthday. My 18th birthday, my uncle got me a lap dance. Woo! Yeah! I tipped him 10 bucks. He was actually no. <laughs> You see? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know if you guys got the... There are some things that make me nervous. The uncle was giving the lap dance, you see. <laughs> That at least at least was a properly structured joke. That actually, you know what? You're 100 percent right. Actually, that 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 is his best setup punchline. Like it's a little corny, you know. It's got the uh, what was the fellow's name vibe to it. <laughs> it's a great joke, but uh, yeah, but it's like a street joke. But that's that's maybe his best joke of the night. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's let, let's let him be let's the find, judge. Yeah, let's find out. <laughs> It's just that it's going to be the first time I'll have to do it for medical purposes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Justin's repulsive. I'm actually uh, doing a lot of stuff to make myself healthier. Uh, for example, I started taking steroids. No. That way it prevents my balls from drooping. And to be honest, I'm already starting to go man boobs, so I'm just speeding up the process, if anything. Dude, I don't know what that meant. Did you hear, Justin? Hold on, hold on, go back a little bit. He goes, "Woo, titties!" <laughs> <laughs> but that, maybe you could like spin our reactions into us being dicks. Like, if you know our intention, we're je- we're polishing up a real fucking turd here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's no I don't doubt. even know what that means. I'm speeding up the process. If anything, like, I guess steroids give you tits if you stop working out on them. Or after a long enough time doing it, but if you're already growing them, that's why you're taking it. It's such a convoluted, as Tom Myers often is, it's such a convoluted fucking joke. Are we uh, are we um, playing every comics full thing that we have here, or you just bet your bippy? We are. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> Be honest. I'm already starting to grow man boobs, so I'm just speeding up the process. If anything. Go like I guess middle school, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, okay. I guess I guess if he was in like middle or elementary school or something, I was gonna say Tom's only like forty. I think he went high school in the late eighties. I graduated in eighty six. I don't think that's right, Tom. Tom, I think you're uh, you're fibbing, buddy. (laughs) Work to be done. We would play a game called Oregon Trail. That game was. Remember how hard it took, or how long it took to find this last time? I'll tell you why, because to play Oregon Trail, what you do is you collect the family, you buy supplies, and you travel from Independence, Missouri. This kind of goes into Tom's psyche. It was before Xbox Live. Because his mind, he's like arrested in this state of like a second grader kind of. Right. 
because like a lot of these kids today, they have games where you could, you know, you could like die in battle. Hey, this game from the eighties is kind of antiquated. Now. Oregon Trail. The other ways you could die were typhoid and dysentery. <laughs> like kids today, they have games where you can go out in a place of glory. My generation, contaminated food and bloody diarrhea. Oh, Did you guys see Chappelle's new hour? He finally roasts Pong. <laughs> At long last, he takes down <laughs> asteroids. <laughs> and I remember there was this one computer game we were playing. It was about mammals. And the object of the game was you would go ahead and click on the name of the mammal, and it would tell you how to pronounce the name of the mammal when you clicked on the name. So that's pretty cool, right? There were a couple problems there. They had a... Uh, uh, one of the animals they had was a donkey, but they didn't call it a donkey. They oh, called it no. an ass. Oh, oh Justin, oh, we all saw it oh, coming, oh, buddy. <laughs> also, did you know that there's a mammal called a dick dick? What? No. <laughs> get out of town, Tom. It's a species of animal. So you get like 30 middle schoolers. Hold on, hold on. I want to just pause here. First of all, the premise uh, that there are animals called ass and dick dicks i mean that's that's highbrow stuff but wait till you see what he does with it gang <laughs> i mean this is, again it's what like like if your nephew if, craig if one of your kids said this they're probably at the age where you're like that's a little immature <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know right I really remember him getting more fish. I remember him getting a standing O for this. <laughs> Not quite the same, is it? Jenny Ramirez in math class. She has a nice. It's like pause. You know, you know what, the, you know what it's like. Uh, you ever see the episode of Always Sunny when they go back to their high school reunion? Yes. And uh, they're like, they, they, you know, they've all embarrassed themselves, and they're like, you know what? To win everyone over, we've got to do the plan. And they uh, they start singing a, and they do a choreographed dance and singing "Freedom" by Queen or uh, is it Queen? No, um, uh, David Bowie, something like that. One of those, you know, one of those. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> George Michael, I don't know, one of them. Um, and they start singing, and in their minds, they're fucking nailing it. And then the show just shows you the regular, like everyone else's view. And if they're all off key, the sound is coming out of fucking Mac's iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it's all horrendous. That's like, in my mind, that was, you know, fucking prior live on the Sunset Strip. And then when I hear back the audio, I'm like, oh, shit. Not only did you think it was prior in person, you didn't make noise listening back to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even I cheered in reality. <laughs> Relax, it was before people were woke, before people became PC, all that fun stuff. Ooh. We were all <laughs> back in middle school in my day. We were. At least, well, at least I was. My mother would come into my bedroom and be like, Tom, do you have a lava lamp on in here? What is 
I don't even get that. I don't get any of it. Roasting of an entire generation. <laughs> they can't keep their trap shut. <laughs> Motherfuckers. But right after my dad turned 78, I, I sat down and talked with my wife. So, Dad, how do you like being 78? And he goes, I never planned to live this long. Like your dad's voice, dude. In case any of you are wondering why. Because these impressions, they sound like the real people. <laughs> like me, my dad was born and raised in Baltimore. A city that can Do you know do you know what Tom is when he does impressions? Pause real quick. When Tom does impressions, you ever seen uh, uh Gene Cousineau, like Henry Winkler's character in Barry? Yeah. When he's like auditioning for a part? Yes. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> it's all the most basic and same voice for every character that he takes on. <laughs> A lot of younger comics, they'll try to troll me, they'll try to text me, they'll try and teach me how to do comedy. And I've been doing this a long time. Because <laughs> they hear you. <laughs> but I've been doing this since your parents were trying to plan B, your sorry ass, all right? Ooh, Ooh. haymaker. Wait, hold on, hold on. This is again where Tom doesn't understand the world. You just take a plan B is just a pill, am I wrong? Uh, I believe so. Try it. Would, the, would that imply, like, they... Have some sort of gag reflex, like they can't swallow pills, or what? I was gonna say she can't. She can't quite. Yeah, what's the trying <laughs> aspect of that? She can't coordinate. And that's also like there were people in the like fucking Dat's father-in-law was in the audience, <laughs> so it's like he's talking to all of us as if we're like eighteen. <laughs> I've been doing stand-up since you were getting Plan B, as they say. It's like so you've been doing it thirty. Two years in my case. That doesn't. <laughs> you were eight. <laughs> he did it in his living room like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh, that surprised you! Like my, it did surprise me. Lullabies with smoker's voice. That that wasn't disgusting, but that was. Woman's right. A lot of comics will ask me for. Uh, some younger comics will ask me for advice, though. Which is interesting. That's he corrected not, himself. He couldn't even tell that lie. A lot of comics ask me for advice. Ask some. <laughs> Once in a while, someone's like, how do you get on that show? How do you physically get booked for that? All right, fine. One guy asked me. <laughs> it was Nick Mullen. And I said, say something racist. You're going to accuse of sexual assault? <laughs> 23. What do you want me to say? White jokes? No. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I do find though that it still feels like a guy that's about to break down. Fuck you. He just starts doing the Kramer. <laughs> 50 years ago, you would have been upside down with a pitchfork in your ass. <laughs> what? Unlike most female comedians, I don't get unsolicited dick pics in my inbox. In mugs. Because I asked for them. <laughs> oh, he loves dick. <laughs> Harry Grace, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Woo! Listen. He 
Hey, enough applause. <laughs> I can only take so much. A lot of other comedians coming out tonight, and uh, I got my good friend, uh, that fan. He's going to be coming up later at the end of the show. What's up, Oh, hi. What shall we do? I know. All right, pause one second. I just want to give a message to the folks out there. If you've made it this far, just comment, hello, have her to grace. And that way we'll have an idea. I'm expecting maybe one comment. <laughs> maybe, maybe Drew Peeballs wanted to relive this event. Wait, should it be, so a, di- it- should it be a different comment? Because people might just write that anyway. Hmm. All right, ass, dick, dick, ass, dick, dick, ass. <laughs> okay, much better. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you. That's how we'll know uh, you got this far into the episode. Okay, yeah. with each uh, with <laughs> with each one, we'll do uh, uh, a different marker to let <laughs> us know where you got. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and bring out uh, bring out one of my friends. Every single uh, performer I booked on this show tonight is one of my friends. I've known them all. I've worked with them for a long time, so I don't need to memorize any introduce. I don't need to memorize any introductions. They're all because I already fucked this one up. You're <laughs> <all> <laughs> <as much as laughs> I do. We're going to bring up your first comic for the evening. You guys ready? Woo! We're gonna miss Tom though. We're trying to get over that. He hails from the uh, magical place known as uh, Bel Air, Maryland. <laughs> you may have seen. Okay, it. hold on. Go back. <laughs> Remember what he said a minute ago. <laughs> This guy is one of my best buddies. I mean, this we are thick as thieves. I I I was the best man at his wedding. <laughs> so he does like that snap thing. He's from. Um, uh. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to think of any words about this. This son of a bitch right here, whose name is. Uh, I mean, come on, this guy. Uh, get up! Get up here, chief. What do you say? <laughs> Park at Camden Yards and cheering his ass off for your Baltimore Ravens. Okay, wait. Uh, Rewind a little bit. This is the next comic we're about to see. So, as an audience, we just got done seeing the comedy stylings of Tom Myers. You judge for yourself how how good or bad that was. But now, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not get crazy here. The stage is about to be set because, guys, buckle up. You're about to see someone who's a fan of not one, but two sports. And I don't need to memorize any introductions. They're all they're all great performers. You're all gonna love them as much as I do. I'm gonna go ahead and bring up your first comic for the evening. You guys ready? Ah, jeez, what is his name? Uh... He hails from the uh, magical place known as uh, Bel Air, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> His credits are he likes baseball. Hold on, what was his name? Uh, Ryan Lona. Guys, if you've ever been to a Ravens home game, you may have had a chance interaction with our next comic. (laughs) He was hammered in the bleachers. He hails from the uh, magical place known as uh, Bel Air, Maryland. You may have seen him as Mr. Splash down at Oriole Park at Camden Yards and cheering his ass off for your Baltimore Ravens. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause for Ryan Lona. Ryan Lona. Lona Leno. Oh, the Ravens fan. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. 
Guys just celebrated my 29th birthday, which is exciting. Okay, now remember when I said. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> remember when I said this is this starts a theme now, where I believe I can't remember if this is when Drew Peebles leaned into me and said, "What is it? Everyone's birthday tonight." <laughs> Isn't it's everyone's birthday? It was a weird theme throughout the night, but then it gets more and more ridiculous. Like, it's like, yeah, like six months ago was my, well, we'll get there. I don't want to spoil any of the big jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big, huge jokes. It's exciting, but it's a little scary because it means I got to, you know, start growing up, becoming an adult. So I did a really adult thing recently. I uh, finally went out. It's and a good thing to have your first thought at 29 <laughs> to start growing up. <laughs> the first thing you do as an adult. Do you guys remember when Facebook was fun? None of you, exactly. It's been that long. <laughs> like, Facebook is simple, believe it or not. Not even a punchline. You be like, oh, wonder how McFormanville's doing today. Oh, thanks for reminding me that birthday, Facebook. Oh, <laughs> they love <laughs> birthdays. <laughs> ah, crap. Turns out my aunt's racist. Oh. <laughs> like, Thanksgiving's going to be awkward now, you know? She'd be like, I'll have the white meat. Yeah, you would. <laughs> oh, God. Everyone on Facebook now is a debate. Racists <laughs> only eat white meat? Is that the rule of thumb? I don't know about you, but I'm a dark meat guy. That's stunning, based on this logic. Yeah. Take away our guns so they can take over the world. I remember reading that thinking like, oh, I'm so nice. sorry to everyone that's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Why? This is good comedy. <laughs> so good. <laughs> you know what kind of pictures I said, women? <laughs> ass, dick, dick, ass, dick, dick, ass. <laughs> this is what's impressive is it makes you beg for Tom Myers. Because at least he's interesting. True. <laughs> Everyone's mad about Facebook. Everything on Facebook. It's insane. It's crazy. I was reading another debate. They're talking about apparently they don't teach cursive handwriting in schools anymore. Meanwhile, like, no one at this show and, like, is probably on Facebook anymore. No. no. It's the worst thing that happened to these people that day. You get 500 They're notifications on my Facebook uh, thing right now. I want to be able to sign documents. Like, yeah, there's a lawyer out there who's like, I can't accept this. The letters aren't squiggly. <laughs> what? The guy was like, how are they going to be able to read the Constitution? Like, yeah, someone should probably put that online in print. <laughs> this dude does not know how to avoid plosives. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a forgotten written language nobody uses anymore. Why should we keep teaching it? You know, how far back do you think that phenomenon goes? Think there's some dudes in ancient Egypt, you know, all mad because they stopped teaching hieroglyphics in schools? Like, what you mean? Did he like, just say that? Back in my day, we just said, eyeball, corn stalk, God doing this. <laughs> and it was fine. That was a genuine laugh. Was it? it sounded it. I didn't even get the joke. I didn't either, but the it sounded... You I, just think it's a genuine laugh when you don't hear my specific laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been single for a while now. Is it, was it Lieutenant Kirk that was at Schaub? Is that him doing the laugh? Probably. Yeah. He was like, ah. <laughs> she works at Wawa. I love Wawa. You like Wawa? I love Wawa. Yeah, I was wondering somebody made me laugh. I was putting us on for a sandwich maker. That's fine. It's even worse with my sister. 
My sister recently went on vacation as a souvenir. She brought back a voodoo doll. It was like designed to help you find love in a happy relationship. That's why I realized I've been single so long. So how voodoo dolls work? <laughs> See, they're all like bizarre premises oh, that the audience can tell didn't happen. Which is cool, but like it's a little weird because I work in a retirement home. <laughs> Like, you laugh. Elderly women are aggressive. I'm also curious to see if anyone has a like favorite. They know what they want, and they will go for it. I'm giving it's you an example. Bingo recently. Yeah. And I called out the number 069. Oh, no. We all know what's right. coming. Then a 94-year-old woman looked me dead in the eyes and winked. <laughs> so the voodoo doll's working, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> It's fantastic. Wait, what? The voodoo uh, dolls were? You have a voodoo doll and your sister, so a 90-year-old wants to fuck you? So, yeah, the sister got a voodoo doll for a relationship, but it's made grandmas want to tongue, tongue his balls. You know, like the other day, I'll give you an example. We were at Wendy's. At the end of the transaction, the lady behind the counter said... You can lie to me. Tell me there's a woman in the car ready to tongue my balls. My dad was just like, what happened to the Jews? Like some kind of a crazy old person. It was amazing though because she didn't know how to handle it, so we just got everything. You guys can mark down the timestamp that I'm starting to question this. Sir, you forgot to pay. Oh, the Jews. You may have spotted it on my face a minute and a half ago. Whatever the timestamp is right now is that what you can mark down. We we should skim through everyone but Tom and Dad, maybe. I honestly think it's funnier to see if people stay (laughs) from. And turn the house lights down here, guys. <laughs> it's a vacation episode. That's what I'm saying. Only the coolest people have gotten this far. I know to write Taco, write Taco Bell in the comments if you've made it this far. Doesn't seem shakeable. This could be a bunch of checkpoints in the comments. <laughs> you gotta at least fast forward. You need to hear Michelle Wojciechowski and Fez Grimes. You absolutely need to stay for that. Like, absolutely fast forward to them right now, maybe. <laughs> no, we'll get through it. <laughs> I'm telling you, we gotta commit to the bit here. We only have an hour and ten minutes left. All right, that's a sizable chunk. <laughs> I do remember this guy being the most boring and forgettable. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Ravens. <laughs> I remember thinking, I hope football season comes quick. So this I have something to do. Unfortunately, the uh, the Ravens are playing Thursday night football, so he couldn't make it. What an insulting credit to be like, you know this guy from cheering his ass off for the Ravens. You clearly don't know him from this. Oh no, he's trying to become a better person. By that, I mean I've been watching some Netflix documentaries. Never <laughs> transition for it. <laughs> so I was watching a documentary. Yeah, point out your transitions, <laughs> dummy. Oh, one person for two people. Great. Boss jokes are for you. Eighty percent of the audience. A serial killer. Like the big scary ending of the documentary. Voiceover guys like Jack the Ripper. 
the most notorious serial killer in history, was thought to have killed up to four people. You say four? That's it? I got it from Baltimore. Four people were shot there since the start of this set. It's like Pablo Francisco life. It is what's in a world. (laughs) And this is like all these guys, though, where like the idea that Jack the Ripper is a famous serial killer who kills four people, like that. There's a frame, there's something there. And his punchline is like, that's it? It's like, oh, good observation. (laughs) Yeah, immediately just start talking about that dude in Vegas. One night. He, no, yeah, he, he did some work. Yeah, and you can't even Google him. There, we already have a bit. <laughs> That's what we do with Richard Ojeda. We do a workshop bits together. We'll be Abbott and Costello. Like. Thank God. That was all right. All right. Comment, uh, go Ravens. <laughs> if you made, made it this far, if you got to this checkpoint, go Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> my, just talking like, <laughs> my best friend. Another pop. People have to be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Dad fans in the back punching his like makeup artist or every bra with him. <laughs> uh, you probably heard her on a lot of these episodes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for a big round of applause, show some love. The one, the only Michelle Wuja. Did he not pronounce yeah, her whole last name? Pause, pause, pause. He's, yeah, he called her Michelle Wujo, which is like a nickname, I guess. Yep. Which is always good to, you know, introduce the person with half their name. Yeah, let's go Google but her. I can't find it. As someone that has listened to Tom's podcast, this was kind of an exhilarating moment. I was like, wait, Wujo's here? Yeah, and uh, if you're on the Patreon, we just played Tom's news appearance and she was on it. Oh, is that right? I, I don't even remember that. Yeah, remember you the, may be right. The house key joke made the air. Uh, well, guys, this was sort of an exciting experience because it's like getting to see Regan say, you know, the big yellow one is the sun. <laughs> like, holy shit. I've been hearing that all my life. Now I just watch the words come out of this fucking guy's mouth. I didn't know you were telling people I was on your podcast. I tried to keep that a secret. <laughs> <laughs> That may have gotten a genuine laugh from me. <laughs> oh, she's going by Wojo. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you doofus. Rewind. So you understand. I knew. I was trying to. I don't know. I went too far back. This is a long video. It's good. We want to hear more. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause. Show some love. The one, the only, Michelle Wojo. I bet she tells him to introduce her like that so she can set up this bit. <laughs> Let me set him up. I'll knock him down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were telling people I was on your podcast. I tried to keep that a secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, as he said, my name is Michelle Wojo. want to point out it does not stand for Wojo. It's from Barney Miller. It stands for Wojokowski. That's about a 90-year-old reference. <laughs> Now, when I was growing up with this name, it was it was tough. So what I've decided, what I've learned, like over the where's years, your house, King? Famous people had my name, but they got rid of it because it's long, it's full of consonants, it doesn't look like it should be pronounced that way. 
And the most famous Wojciechowski of all, besides me, and I'm not really famous, Woo. is Mickey Wojciechowski. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That was that was God pulling her off stage. <laughs> perfect comedic timing from God himself, <laughs> giving her the light, the the stupid <laughs> feedback that, noise. <laughs> here's the weird thing about, and it's uh, you know part of the reason I don't do stand up is like you do need extreme confidence, and the reason it's crucial is what you heard right there, where she's like. The most famous Wojciechowski, besides me, which is like supposed to be the joke, and then she's like, and I'm not even that famous. And like she knows that's ridiculous to throw herself in there. But you can't present that to the audience. You don't need to be like, and I'm not even that famous. So don't like, you know, I, well, believe me, I'm aware. It's it's tough because you feel the need to do that, but you also can't. It's like on a podcast, I think it's easier to because it's conversational. Mm-hmm. But on stage, it's like, how many words are you going to pack into this fucking sentence? <laughs> Besides me, and I'm not really famous, Woo. is Mickey Wojcikowski. <laughs> yeah, who later changed his name to Mouse. You oh. see, the song used to go, M-I-C, see you real soon. K-E-Y. I know it so far. Because mm-hmm. we like you. W-O-J-C-I-A-C-H-O-W-S-K-I. Mickey Wojcikowski. Imagine having like a kind of long last name and thinking he was that unique that a bit had to be written about him. And he did. It doesn't? Because he's a rat. Anyone ever know what happened to him? I mean, become famous or anything? I don't know. Oh, stop talking about it. Oh, she did it. We did it again. Pause, pause, pause. We talked over it. It's crazy to, to not only present the idea that Mickey Wojciechowski <laughs> changed his name to Mickey Mouse, but then like tag it with like, and whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> like, no, yeah, we got it, lady. <laughs> we all know Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Wojcikowski, Mickey Wojcikowski. And his agent said, Mick, babe, you have got to change that name. And he did, because he's a rat. Anyone ever know what it doesn't even make sense. I mean, no. Become famous or anything? I don't know. Rat. Well, snitch on Goofy or something? I celebrated a milestone birthday this year. I also turned. Okay. Now, it's crazy. <laughs> We're three for three. Three for three have mentioned their birthdays. Woo! For the 15th time. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's really 78 and years old. People hate aging, but you know, I kind of <laughs> look on the bright side of life and I kind of embrace it. So here's what I can tell you about getting older. I'm much more confident than I was in my 20s. I no longer care what... How do you with any, like, self-respect write a joke where it's like, yeah, I'm turning 40 for the 15th time. (laughs) And physical changes have started to occur. And I'm going to tell all the younger people, first of all, how many people by applause are over 40? Is Justin clapping? I think so. I am here to bestow knowledge upon you. Thank you. Thank you. So, one of the things I've learned is that my big curly hair over the last couple of years is becoming bigger 
and curlier. I do not know why. Oh my God. And they won't tell me. So I was it was really tough for me to relate to. i here tonight because I'm afraid, like, suppose I performed here 20 years from now. I think if this keeps up like be. this, my hair is not going to fit through the door. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Another thing that happened to me lately. Imagine, though. Imagine if a woman couldn't fit into a room because of her hair. So Joe Rogan did a joke sort of like that when he was talking about chicks from Revere with bulletproof hair back in the 80s. Because they had like, it's way funnier than that. Just do something. Say something about it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't just tell us what's happening. It's big, right? Huh? Your eyesight goes to hell. Freeze. You're like, oh, look, I can see. Where's the menu? I don't know. That's Shoot me in the head. That's an interesting observation. When you get older, you start to deteriorate a little bit. My friends through the drive-through, two a.m. at Taco Bell, eat anything I wanted, and wake up the next get out of town. Possibly lost weight, and not because I got sick. Oh my god! Okay. I'm gonna fucking do jump out of. I'm gonna jump out a fucking window soon. I am sick as a dog. Or I have insomnia, and here's what happens the older you get. The insomnia is not just, oh, crap, I can't sleep. It's, oh, my God, what do I have to do tomorrow? What did I do last week? Fifteen years ago, should I have said that to that person? Oh, my God, that was such a better comeback. Why didn't I think of it then? How much time do you think we have left, Mike? This is all just stuff that's, like, kind of true. It's like, hey, I have insomnia, so I have a lot of thoughts running through my head. Oh, yeah, I guess so. So you're just going to say that and not tag it at all? Okay. I'm going to guess there's an hour left. Hour five. Okay, all right. It's not so bad. She's doing a dad impression? What the fuck was that? That's mother. Yeah, that's mother. That no longer happens. Here's what people say to you now. Hey, girl, you lost weight. Oh my god, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is genuinely laughing at this? It's all so it's their family and friends. So some of them have to be like. Yeah, just feeling bad for thing about getting older, and it works better if you have a significant other, a spouse, even a good friend. You know what you like to do and what you don't like to do anymore, and you can get out of. Don't like to listen to this. (laughs) I hate going to the grocery store. My husband also hates me going to the grocery store. And here's the reason why. Because some transformation happens to me when I go from the outside of the store to the inside of the store. Is she going to go from the just classic hot ladies at the grocery store thing right now? I've never heard that. Are hot ladies at the grocery store? It it started on that 70s show. Okay. I didn't know that. I don't know where. I don't remember. I have no memory of this bit. Um, I'm guessing she buys a lot of food and that's why her husband doesn't care for it if she does another thing where it's just a real statement i'm gonna fucking throw my laptop where's my house key i transform and i believe that i am julia child and i start buying everything everything filling up the cart my husband's going what are you doing 
Holy fucking shit. This is just a lady that like you get trapped in a conversation with at work or something. I expect this to be some psycho that that goes up at an open mic. No, this is Dad Fan and his friends. Same thing, I guess. I'm so exhausted, I'm gonna end up on the couch watching Netflix. So my husband now goes to the grocery store, which works out great for both of us. He sticks to a list I do not. One, I did have to go recently though. Because I was making, well, I have a reason. I was making stuffed peppers, and I had stuff, but I didn't have peppers. So I had to go get peppers. So oh, that's pretty good. Peppers. I had stuff. Figure I can handle this. Like I'm you can get more specific than that, but she's having a little fun with words. Not again. Stuffed peppers. Yeah. So I'm in the grocery store, and, I'm, you know, you have to pick out the best ones, because we're weirdos, you have to pick out the best peppers. She just door slam. I mentioned that a few times during the show that you always know it's good when you hear a door shut. It was a heavy door. Yeah, it's right next to the stage, too. Because what I heard was David Bowie singing Modern Love. I like that. All the time when I freak out, I call my husband. I'm like, oh my God, you were not going to believe what's happening. He said, Are you at the grocery store? I said, Yes. Do you have 76 peppers in the cart? No, I do not. I forgot this grocery store thing was still happening. Oh, my God. He said, is it music? No. You go find a gun. He said, you love that song. I said, I know I love that song. They're playing it in the grocery store. This is just like your wife is telling you about Dude, I don't know any of the characters in this story. So It's not interesting to me. I... I'm so sick of hearing women bitch about their day. I don't want to go to a stand-up show and fucking hear it. Still over an hour. It's been the longest five minutes of my life. He said to me, look, take a breath. I'm sure it's a fluke. Listen to the next song. I said, okay. And my hand to God, because you cannot make Tells me you're lying. The next song the grocery store played my god it's getting me the second time just as good i still don't get it people people are watching us right now you're just so giddy and have a smile and i'm ready to rip my hair out (laughs) i get to relive the greatest day ever and an hour left oh wait well hold on pause one second sorry uh, a comment. If you've made it this far, you've made it through now three comedians. Comment. Oh, there's my house key. <laughs> and then this, we'll know you made it through Michelle. What's your house? Key. This is a checkpoint. Yes. Right, right now, big round of applause. He's right here from Haverty Grace. Big round of applause. Fez Grimes is a real treat. You're going to like Fez Grimes. Uh, Does everyone get 15 minutes? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Do it again. Okay, pause real quick. That's the guy I thought... I thought this guy was going to be trying to do like a Philly... Basically impersonate like the Philly crew. Like Gillis and those guys. Because he walks on stage, and I don't know if you can hear it there, but he goes, what up? (laughs) 
And it certainly wasn't that. <laughs> it's not what I was expecting. It's uh, definitely low energy, and I hope we can hear him. But if you thought Michelle Wojciechowski rambled on about her day and just inane babbling, buckle up for Fez Grimes. I, I'm single. I, I want to get married. Way to start. I'm tired of being happy. <laughs> That's not the worst line I've heard. It's probably the best line I've heard all night. I knew you'd like him. Dress, I need that in my life. Sounds so exciting. Mason knows if you're married. Yeah, watch this. I hear 10. Can I beat 10? 10, 10? I hear 12. 12. Anyone got 12? 12? Going once, twice? Oh, I hear 13 in the back. Wow, 13 years. Can I get a 15? Anyways, I got a birthday. 35 years. Oh, now he's actually doing it. Yes, oh, 45 years. 40, give it up for 45 I forgot. years. <laughs> I forgot he actually did the bit that I was doing. <laughs> so that was all the rant until they'd be like, hey, anyone topping each other in ages? He was just going around the room. There's no joke here. <laughs> Me in the head. Amazing. I can't find one to keep my interest in 45 minutes. That's what that was all for. Find the longest marriage length and be like, I can't even keep a woman for 45 minutes. Never mind 45 years. Now I know. Let stay home and watch. News. Okay. <laughs> and how long, Lucia, how long you said? You said 35? 35. 35 years. And now how long have you been together together? Just interviewing the crowd. <laughs> you guys want to hear what I have to say or this <laughs> random guy? <laughs> this is what uh, Drew Peeball is called, I believe, the biography of a crowd. Hey, how did you know? <laughs> That's right, I remember that. <laughs> This is the comic that everyone that's on the show after him is pissed at. Well, he, sadly, this is kind of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This is basically an example of like, what comedy is in a lot of like open mics and shit, where they're not doing material. They're just like combing for a moment with the crowd that they can put on Instagram. Yeah, but the thing is, too, it's like the next comics now are going to be going out in front of a crowd that's like, we can talk. Yeah, yeah that's true, too. <laughs> Fucking the worst. It's, like, it's not wild. It's like crackies here in another room. Hey, babe! Love you! Baby, some toilet you made it this far, right? Turd cutter in the comments. 
Yes. Do you mind in a relationship that happens to you? <laughs> Do you think anyone will get enjoyment out of this episode? <laughs> probably. <laughs> okay, good. I hope so. I'm so uncomfortable, they probably will love it. <laughs> we'll have a little fun. We'll loosen up, for Christ's sake. Oh, no, I'm having fun. It's funny, though, because like, they'll say something, you're like, all right, they're going to turn it around, and then they'll be like, oh, I went shopping and a song played. I'll admit I'm having a hard time hearing him, though. It's mumbly. Oh, this is okay. Go back just a little bit. Because this is this is the signature bit. This is what I remember. This is what's stuck in my mind. Is his bit about this Tyler Perry movie and the journey that he takes to get to the punchline. Like if you think Tom <laughs> is wordy and takes you in all kinds of different directions, this is so much work <laughs> to get through. If you think you've worked so far, it is so much work to get to the punchline of this story about the Tyler Perry movie that he saw. Yeah, I, I feel like I was a good boyfriend. Let me tell you my, my, my good boyfriend story. Me and my, my then uh, girlfriend at the time, we wanted to go see a movie. The movie called Temptation. Anyone in the ever seen the movie Temptation? Is it the one black guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the movie comes here. It's a Tyler Perry movie. Excellent movie. Tyler Perry is not in it at all. Uh, so here's the movie. The movie is the synopsis of the movie, guys. It's about a, a young couple. Not relevant to mention that, by the way. You know, and uh, rural south. And uh, high school lovers all that. Could be the theme of the night. He gets... And he's going to school to be a, a pharmaceutical tech. So he's got to move to New York. So she moves with him to New York. And uh, she works at this place where they're doing, and it's like, she's like a secretary at a uh, matchmaker for like really rich people. That's what she does. We are watching this movie in real time. And that's job. And uh, yeah, she's a, she's a dress. She's like very rich. So she wears long skirts. So the opening credits. So, um, well, let me go back to when he signed with Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they pitched him the movie, and he said, nah. Well, first, let me explain who Tyler Perry is. <laughs> let, me back, let me explain what black people are. <laughs> It's a very toxic relationship, and at one point in the movie, she's like, "Okay, I'm done with this. I'm going back to my husband." And it's <laughs> crazy part of the movie. I'm barely my friend girlfriend. Crazy part of the movie. They get into a big fight, an argument, and he becomes very violent. And just you want to be descriptive as a comic. At the same time, though, so back up on the details here. Stay with your praying for like. I Oh. I, did. Oh, I must have done that. Sorry about that. I was like, no. <laughs> he's talking to his coworker, and they're talking about what's going on, and he's, he's telling them about it, and Pause for one second. I, I just want to catch everyone up here, because maybe you think we've talked over some pertinent details. No. This is like if I had a joke, like, you know, uh, it... Let's say I got a cancer and I was trying to think of what to do with my life. And I was like, so there's a show called Breaking Bad. It's on, it was on AMC. It started about 2007. 
and it stars Brian Cranston and this uh, as a character Walter White and Aaron Paul as a character named Jesse Pinkman. Actually, fun fact, real quick, they were going to kill off Aaron Paul in the first season. Uh, they ended up liking him so much, both as an actor to work with and fitting as a character in the show, that they kept him around. So Walter White gets diagnosed with cancer. It's like we we got it. it you're yes, it's a similar situation. <laughs> <laughs> he has spent all this time telling us about this Tyler Perry movie temptation where a woman is cheating on her husband with this man and uh, other things are happening as he described in, in scrutinizing detail. And I think finally we're nearing the end of this film here. That is the man that gave me AIDS. Oh, he's like, so they rush over to where he is, goes in there, and he's just, they've had their fight over, and he sees him in there, and the guy talks trash, and the guy fights him, throws him through glass, bunch of crazy stuff going on, the man carries his, his wife out, and all this kind of stuff, crazy stuff going on, as in all the crazy stuff that was going on, right, crazy stuff that was going on, I look at my, my then girlfriend, I look over, and she's like crying, she's got a little tear, so, he can't just say my ex, he goes, my then girlfriend, 500 times, <laughs> That's why he explained the entire premise of the movie Temptation by Tyler Perry. He went frame by frame. With every detail, he described their trip to the hospital and love loss that they suffered throughout the film. And then he says to his girlfriend, if you ever cheat on me, I hope you get AIDS. But there is an amazing tag to this joke that makes it all worth it. That was the big tag. It's uh, that the, if I could translate, if you guys uh, you know aren't uh, medical buffs, what he says there is, uh, I'm kidding. I do not hope she catches AIDS. Yes, I do. <laughs> aren't I cute? That could have been okay at best if he just cut out most of the detail. It was a lot. <laughs> those are the, those girls you hear. Those are the ones where we were like, "Are they with us?" <laughs> How lovely! This fucking sucks so much. <laughs> <laughs> this, by the way, is all an advertisement to get you guys to go to the next one. <laughs> Like that. Hold on, go back. We gotta hear his closer again. There was no closer. It just stopped. <laughs> Let me hear the last things he says. Whatever it is. Lesson learned. <laughs> Don't talk to me when I'm watching more. All right, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> oh, he really doesn't say it. No. All right, comment. Uh, Tyler Perry's temptation. <laughs> <laughs> if you've made it this far. <laughs> 
or tempted by Tyler, something like yes. that. What are we saying? We'll, we'll get it. Before you go ahead and bring up your headliner, the original winner of last comic standing back. Oh, wait, 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 whoa, 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 wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Did Justin cut out the magic act? No, I think it's coming up right, right now. Oh, I thought he said we're bringing up your headline. I think he said before we bring up your headline. Okay. I believe. Gotcha, gotcha. Are, we, are we letting the magic rip? This is quite visual. <laughs> I think so. I, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Okay, hold on. Now, even more reason for my reaction. He says, before we bring up your headliner, we've got two more acts. <laughs> God. This lady and then the magic act. <laughs> Candace Saunders was the most promise we saw the evening, I think. <laughs> Tommy! Different states. <laughs> Just New England. Whoop, too far. Too far. Happened? I went too far back. Why'd you go back at all? Oh, I think you said go back. Um, no, no, no. All right. Anybody from Aberdeen? Edgewood? No? no? Where the fuck Craig's is adding from? time to this thing. Now he's having fun. Boston. Why are Boston people with Aberdeen Grace? Tom fucking Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I like Boston, you know, a little racist, but you know, you know. Uh-huh. Fuck you, lady. Uh-huh. Adam Jones. Yep, yep. Adam Jones, he said. Justice is by far the funniest thing to happen so far. I didn't know this shit is just how did y'all find this shit? Tom Myers. Tom Myers. Who cares for Tom Myers? There you are. What a, what a reaction. Right. Yeah, I woke up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love Tom. Like, I do. But we used to we use his CDs to roll blunts on. Like, that's what we did. He starts like, roasting Tom. Fucking guy. But Tom Mars is one of my greatest friends in Harker County. Give it up for him. Why? Because I think she realizes, like, that's the only way she's getting laughs. Tommy <laughs> <laughs> Tom in the, in the back, really? <laughs> but no, I, uh, it's good to see y'all. I'm just so glad to be in front of a nice audience, like, real live audience. Give it up for yourself. Meanwhile, dad fans trying to get you thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> she's like six minutes into her set, and she's like, hey, give it up for <laughs> fucking Baltimore. Comedy shows on Zoom. Who's doing that? You said you were? It was fucking awful. Okay. I didn't realize she was burying Daff into his face. So yeah. I hate Mazda because their like motto was zoom 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 like I'm zoomed out. I'm like I'm fucking gone. The only funny part. She's like, was that you in that commercial, Daff? Was that the domestic violence would erupt during your set when you get oh I'm gonna shut the fuck up I'm bombing anyway like oh you hear shut up bitch like. What? 
These jokes ain't hitting anyone. Let's see what's going on. What's going on? Right? Well, By far the most confident. Easily. Yeah, no, yeah, nothing to be confident for. No material. We're in DC, but Brandon Aberdeen. Unfortunately, you know, Aberdeen's cool. You know, it is. Wait, you were born in D.C., you were bred in Aberdeen? Doesn't that mean you're consummated in Aberdeen? (laughs) My parents fucked in Aberdeen. Isn't that what that would mean, right? If you were bred in Aberdeen. I think so. They know Aberdeen or Aberdeen. Maybe not. Maybe that is raised. I don't know. Cal Ripken. Aberdeen proving around. But if you breed horses, not <laughs> 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 raise them. It's true. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> they call them like weirdos, Chester Copperpots, perverts, and we just call them Sergeant Major. Okay, that's it. Because seriously, if you didn't take we call him Mommy Major. First sergeant to prom. Did you really Aberdeen? Like, really? That happened. You know. Did he tell you but about the how look? Unfortunately, you know, y'all know about that what. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck laugh was that? <laughs> we couldn't figure it out all night. Oh my god, that was creepy. But like, I have a love-hate relationship with that dude because I had my first life-changing experience in Edgewood. Like I was there during that earthquake like 10 years ago. Y'all remember that? No. That was scary as shit. Because I remember I was walking along and like the ground started. It's weird to mention a weather event that wasn't like Hurricane Katrina. (laughs) Remember the hurricane 10 years ago? Not really. It's over. Then, once I realized it was an earthquake, I picked my joint back up and apologized to it. And my next thought was, I am not going to die at a family dollar. That was okay. Yeah, she she's the best of the night for sure. Can you imagine them finding me dead under the rubble? Oh, don't go too far into it. They love squeezing every last. They love you know what they love is the last drop of a lemon, <laughs> and they'll do anything they can to get that. And like, excuse me, this lady, you got a dollar. That's it. So it was wild. But like Edgewood, you know, Edgewood something, something. But I'm, like I said, I'm just glad to be doing live comedy in that pandemic. For those of you thinking about subscribing to a Patreon, our Patreon, uh, this is kind of what it's like when we get a bad episode of Quincy. Where we're just kind of watching something and we're like, ah, well, so what else is going on? <laughs> Yeah. Tiger King. <laughs> oh, what a timely topic. It's topical. It's topical. Mm. Remember when we all watched that? Jesus. And it's weird because I live here. So how could you? What the fuck? You see it every day. I don't know. But I, I became obsessed. It was out of control. It was so bad that I found myself like just talking like a redneck, like I didn't plan to. But like people would ask me like the simplest of questions, like, hey, Candace. What'd you do last weekend? I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> hey, Candace, Ooh. are you coming to my 4th of July barbecue? Waka, waka. Also, I don't know if this is how rednecks I'll talk specifically. I'll be there quicker than... Hey, Candace, you bitch. <laughs> and so, like, I'd be washing my face in the morning and, like, pull my head up, look myself in the mirror, like, every day, like, Candace, what the fuck are you doing? You are black and edgy. What are you doing? You know, so I had to get right. I had to get back. You know, I did. So I started doing crazy shit. Like, 
watching Malcolm X five times, <laughs> listening to Louis Farrakhan speeches while cleaning my gun. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that one. But y'all are a good crowd. Y'all are a good crowd. You know? Nah, you don't want Farrakhan people I mean, with I guns. Give Tom Myers fine fans like liking me. Like, Fuck you, you're not Tom. <laughs> no, but no, it's, it's a, that's I, very funny that they had that reaction. Like, listen, I'm not gonna get over on the Tom Myers crowd. Some people think it's over. You're just over halfway through this video. No. Yeah. How much time can we possibly have left? Okay, the best thing about the pandemic was working on 45 minutes. 42 minutes. Oh, Jesus. Well, I think most of that is death, so that'll be another surge of energy. Yeah, but there's still a magician. There is a magician. Then the next week, remember they closed schools there. Imagine still doing Tiger King and pandemic material. So anyways, you guys, you see what Reagan said this week? Oh, shit. So Pearl Harbor was bombed. So I was working from home with my kid, you know, the first two weeks. So is this place. Yes. Y'all remember the old Jeep Lippy before he got buried, and now it's like a weird Mexican. I don't know. Uh, but it was cold for like two weeks. Talking I'd to adults about Blippy. He would be in his room. It's cold. It's all on the phone, you know. But after two weeks, he kind of got cold. So <laughs> I was just thinking of when Cullen it, but this is when Blippy was Blippy. BGS <laughs> <laughs> was first on the Blippy train. Congratulations. Motherfucker. We played the video of him shitting on his friends. <laughs> I, I know nothing about Blippi. You know the Harlem Shake? Yeah. He did that with two of his friends. They were dancing. And then when it do the Harlem Shake, it cuts to him taking a shit on them. Like a real That's one. fun. Yeah. I thought this was a kid's icon. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. It sure is. You want to go to Target? Because kids love Target, you know. So we go to the Target. Naturally. Kids love Target. You know, they love those uh, gender squashing bathing suits or whatever the fuck. Right. Well, let's <laughs> keep it between the lines here. Oh, I forgot about that. This is again where I hate to, you know, make this a gender issue. This is again where a lady is telling us about her trip to Target with excruciating detail for her birthday. Yeah. In Aberdeen. So then he decides he's going to come to the big middle aisle, like the one with all the cashiers and the people and like the register. So he decides he's going to sit down. That's in the middle of Target? Apparently. Seems like an easy place to steal from. Andre, get up. What are you doing? Andre, stop. Let's Andre, stop. Like everyone's looking at him. Andre, stop. No, you stop, Candace Saunders. So at this point, everyone's looking at me. White women's got their iPhones out. Like, oh my God, is she going to beat him? She's going to beat the shit out of him. Oh my God. Black people are walking by looking at me, humming hymns, just looking at this. You know how they are. <laughs> like at one point, an old black lady comes up to me. 
taps him on his shoulder, whispers in my ear, because <laughs> he need his ass beat. <laughs> Wait, that was it? Okay, well, hold on. Okay, pause one second. I'm sorry. I was just about to say, because I for- obviously forget how this ends. I was just about to say, you know what? She is the most, like, at least she's telling personal stories that, like, could go somewhere. And at, literally, as those words were about to come out of my mouth, she's like, Anyways, so I left Target. We'll uh, give it up for your next comic. <laughs> Ending is the hardest thing to do. <laughs> that's the whole thing. A punchline. That's, that's what comedy is. <laughs> oh, you could just say I give speeches for a living. <laughs> and that was my first day in class. Thank you, everybody. Ending is, ending is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Candace Saunders biography. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um. What should they comment if they got made it through Candace Saunders? Target is for libs. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Target is for libs in the comments section. <laughs> if you made it through Candace Saunders. And by the way, guys, this means, well, it doesn't matter now. I was going to say this means the YouTube comments. Sometimes they comment on Patreon. Oh, yeah. We've lost that game at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We have one more act to bring up for you tonight before we bring up that fan. Are you guys ready? Thank God we don't have all of that. <laughs> he was on for 45 minutes. I think we have 20 minutes of him. There's 40 minutes left. All rise. Oh, hold on. Go back. I want to hear what Tom says. Where the, 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 ma- the magician made Tom introduce him like this. And again, these people, they never think of the payoff of what they're doing. They think of like a good start. And then I don't know, maybe they give up halfway through or whatever it is. There's never a payoff for anything that these people write. The energy is lacking at this point. <laughs> Next time, I'm gonna have to ask. I'm gonna ask a favor of all of you. Uh, uh, I'm supposed to start with uh, all rise. Stood up. All rise. The court of the mind is now in session. The honorable judge mentalist now presiding. This is where I said, hold on one second. This is where I turned to the boys next to me and I said, I forgot there was a fucking magician. (laughs) (laughs) We got through all of this stand up and then Tom says, all rise. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I remembered we're giving it up for the honorable judgmentalist. Thanks, Tom. You guys may be seated. Look, I got a rule. It's in my writer. I started getting more shows with this standing motivation. And depending on how this goes, hopefully I end up having it too. But uh, go ahead and see Okay, that pause. Now, he made Tom do that. First of all, I think another great Drew Peebles uh, observation. That, that intro that Tom gave where he said, all rise for the honorable judgmentalist. Tom came out with a note card for that. He had to write that down. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't just remember that. (laughs) But then the guy made Tom do that just for the joke. I like to come out to a standing ovation. (laughs) 
in case I don't end with one. <laughs> Worth it, I gotta for, say. In case I don't, for when I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just in case, yeah. Now wa- listen to this magic act, and and keep in mind, just in case we're not standing at the end of this and throwing flowers at this man. I am judgmentalist. I am a hypnotist, and I am a mind reader. Show of hands. Who out here has been hypnotized before? Got one. Very few. Interesting. Okay, so why is that interesting? <laughs> it's not. He goes, "Fuck." No one answers. It's about the percentage of people that have been hypnotized in their lives. One in sixty. Definitely knows what I'm I'm surprised it's that high. Right here on this stage about a month from now, just whatever they said to do, scan the QR code, whatever, it's there. Um, super fun. You know, the thing oh, is, so in case you didn't catch that, pause real quick. He's telling us, hey, I usually do magic. I'm not tonight. <laughs> I'm going to be back here in like two weeks. So if you want to come back, scan the QR code and get tickets for two weeks from now. And us in the audience are all like, we're here now. We're from Boston. You dickhead. We're not going to come back to see you in two weeks. Do your best stuff. Wow us. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) Come back in two weeks. You don't want (laughs) to? Well, I did, ultimately. (laughs) Similar to hypnosis, not fully leading into trance, but something like it. Show of hands, who's ever been laying in bed? Just in general, or our hands are just going up and down the whole time. <laughs> uh, not quite asleep, but then you just kind of get jolted. You feel almost like you were falling. Anyone, uh, anyone ever been laying in bed? Wow! Into a state what a terrific audience. Audience, who here is a human being? <laughs> who breathes wow. air? That's a healthy portion of you. <laughs> you're driving somewhere that you're familiar with, home from work, probably late at night. You get home, you're like. Where did the last 10, 15 miles go? Yep, we're getting some nods here. Yes, very, very similar experience. So a lot of people have experienced something. Oh, good. You're just going up to explain hypnotism and then not do it? (laughs) (laughs) That's, he's like, and again, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I'm going to put your hands out in front of you like this. That would be hands. Oh yeah, so we I, I was doing this. I shit you not. I had my hands up, I'm moving my fingers the way he tells me to. And sure enough, I still couldn't see. <laughs> well if this guy like fix your vision. Oh my god! <laughs> you just hear that from the back? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Here's someone do like a the jump heel click. <laughs> Just I'm driving home. <laughs> One, two, three. Yep, happening over here. I can hear it. Yep, there we go. Another deep breath in. Focus on those fingers. Almost as if I'm coming out there to you. I'm taking a little string and pulling it around those two fingers. That works a little bit more for everybody. Some for a little more for some of you than others. Go ahead and relax your fingers. Anybody oh, some of you look pretty hypnotized right now. <laughs> You're all awfully quiet watching me. Did it work? You guys, you guys. I did it. I stood up like an asshole. 
<laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to convince anybody. I promise not tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks from now. <laughs> Again, I'll be hypnotizing in two weeks. <laughs> Just to be clear, you're not getting the good stuff. If you get through this guy, right, two weeks from now in the comments. <laughs> but also, I was kind of like, so what are you doing to us then? <laughs> Why are you making us do this? So did he just say pick a card eventually? Like what happened? Do anything. It was just like it'd be crazy if I hit. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nuts if I made you think you were like a possum? No, imagine doing all that and then being hypnotized. <laughs> you know it'd be nuts. You thinking you're something else. <laughs> Now, again, in two weeks, right now, I can get you to bark like a dog or cluck like a chicken. So, but again, I'm not hypnotizing you. All right, I'm gonna just to to give you a brief idea of what I'm gonna do in two weeks. Uh, can I have a volunteer onto the stage? <laughs> now, when you come up like this, I would then make the thing go back and forth, and you would stare at it. But I'm not gonna do but that. This is not two weeks, away, so I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna tell you that that's what I would be doing. <laughs> It's the craziest fucking thing ever. Right. Let's cut through to the left. Right. Got a little bit here. Got to do a bit over there. Let's change it up a little bit. Hey. He's like, this is pretty good, almost hypnotized. <laughs> Dude, you're two seconds away from being a chick on a runway. <laughs> now, no, show of hands, who feels almost hypnotized? <laughs> well, show of hands, who feels the urge to come back in two weeks? Yeah, let's crowd. You might think this is hypnotism, but it's not. Don't do it because you're hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Justin's the best. Very loud. So works for some, a little more than others. Oh man, I'm gonna use you in a moment. Can I have that back? You guys can all relax. I'll take these back. What's your name? Talking to Justin, he's like, it seems you worked on one minute. Let's hear for Isaac. Did you seem like an easy mark. Can you come back in two weeks? All right. Your subconscious mind is playing very so well. Did he just not have enough time to do it? We're going to do something a little bit different. Oh, he has time. Because look at what he's about to do. I'm going to influence you to make a few decisions that are going to keep me safe. Some might call it hypnotism. I'm just going to heavily suggest. That you do some of these First things. Of all, you gotta know you can't be squeamish. That's rule number one. Rule but when I snap my fingers, you will be squeamish in two weeks. Yeah, you'd be surprised. A lot of people don't know how to do these. That would actually be a very funny act. A dude goes up for twenty minutes and he almost hypnotizes people and just leaves. No, not yet. <laughs> The edging. <laughs> this is almost a to be continued type show. You have to follow me around the country. <laughs> your fucking brain explodes. You will follow me from show to show. <laughs> oh, Justin's going on stage. Oh yeah, okay. So he needs some volunteers from the audience. Hopefully we can hear this part. Just making his way up there. Uh, 
So thank you very much. All right, let's have you go right here beside her. And then you can move her over here. Oh, for a minute now, plus she's coming up, and we're going to have to add a counter <laughs> to the story. But right here, right? Shady, shady. Yep, right here. You're good. All right. All right, so Justin and like four other people are on stage. Okay. Not getting <laughs> hypnotized. <laughs> well, he's a hypnotizing magician, don't forget. So there's an element of magic to this. You, person number one. You, person He can make two. them say the card he wants them to. Person number three. Wait, this is a very complex uh, strategy we're missing out on. He's like, I'm going to number you guys, one through five. So you're person number one. You, now stay with me. You want this one to go to person number one, two, person number three, or four. Oh, by the way, what happened is the reason we're all silent is he pulled out a staple gun. We're just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You said Jessica, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Normally I can hypnotize the pain away, but yeah, it's not two weeks from now. So are you fucking hypnotized? No, you're not. You almost are. We got person number one, person number three, and four. Again, if you guys aren't familiar with my system, I have numbered these people. side. <laughs> We'll get to you in a moment. Next gun. We got one. First number four left. Can you, Can you just love mocking it in the background? As if the word that I'm saying is something meant to influence you in your decisions, right? So what yeah. he's trying to do is basically like. Yes. He's basically right, threatening to staple their hands. <laughs> and they're kind of like, what? Why would you guys ever drunk, trust a drunk hypnotist? <laughs> I, I, meanwhile, was contacting a lawyer on just. I saw him doing brain, so I Okay. Justin got the biggest laugh of the night with whatever the fuck he just said. All right. Now, we got more decisions. Yeah, we can probably fast forward a little through this because it's very visual. That countdown. You're welcome. <laughs> and you and my man over there who's been waiting to do this to me since he got he's been further. That's yeah. fine. Right. You guys are gonna we're gonna count down. Everybody pay attention. I know I got you. I know I got you. I don't worry about these two. We're gonna count down together from three, two, one. Is this your card? <laughs> it is your card. <laughs> but in two weeks, I'm, I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. <laughs> no, he's like, no, it's not your card. But in two weeks, it will be. We're all baffled. Hold on, pause for So no one knew. He was like, he's just kind of like, he did this staple gun thing, and then he was kind of just like, 
That's my time. I'll see you guys in two weeks. He missed Justin's head and he goes, I only had one shot. <laughs> I only had one bullet in this thing. We're like, bullet? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, 25 minutes left. All right, pause real quick. If you've made it this far, make sure you comment. See you in two weeks. <laughs> Because literally, actually, I think we will see you in two weeks on this program. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyone that... Yeah, any, we, may, any, we, may do early, we may do an episode whenever you come back, if there's a, a time permitting and all that, but... Uh, any, anyone that's made it this far, if I see, see you in two weeks in the chat, they're like, gangsters. <laughs> That'd be very impressive. <laughs> yes. Judgmental. I don't know about you, but I can't wait for two weeks from now. <laughs> I'll certainly be back here in two weeks. What are you doing? Leaving a bunch of mess up here for Daffan. Come on, we can't do that. Bunch of mess? Oh, because there's all sorts of shit on the stage. I was going to say the magician's shell casings are still on the stage. Guys, all just cars. There's a cape on the ground. A dead rabbit in a top hat. Yeah, no, he vanished. A lot of people ask me how I got involved with that. I started doing his shows. Hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta analyze this for a moment. A lot of people ask you that. <laughs> What's the percentage of people that you interact with? How did you get involved with that fan? <laughs> Certainly, if they do ask you that, it's preceded by, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what is it? Last comic standing was what now? Was that the, uh, was that the Seinfeld documentary? What? Oh, 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 I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've it was been on the summer on NBC. You've been doing this for 25 years and you're only opening for Tom Myers. We know what's really happening. I said headliner four times, so I have to say headliner one more. <laughs> I enjoy Zoom shows. He kind of has a Trump cadence to him, Tom. He spent so much time mocking him on his podcast, Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. I got a lot of people on my podcast. They're very good people, very talented people. There's a very good chance they'll get taken out by a Maryland driver. There are uh, there are a lot of signs out my way, you know. They have signs out there that say something like "Senior Citizen Crossing," which is a stupid sign to put up. Senior citizens do a lot less damage to the front of their car than here. So I'm told. Jesus. <laughs> Even Justin so, Goodman. Are you guys ready for your headliner for the night? Yeah. Is he our headliner? I hit my quota. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Deaf Fans Rider for me to say it. I mean, and Dak goes up and shits on him, doesn't he? Well, we'll see. Boo. He's getting himself together. Boy, really building on the energy that Tom gave him. 
What just happened, you guys? This kid's actually. He's such a cunt. He's the most condescending asshole we've ever talked about. Easily. Give me all the comedians. That's amazing. Let's get them Ugh. It's kind of again. He now we've seen he does that in every TikTok video where he's like, "Where am I? What is this? What is this place? There's a memorial. There's there's a vet over there praying. I'm eating ice cream. There's a harbor going. What people? I know we said it last time we played the play. Could you imagine a town with a vet and an ice cream shop? Whoa! What what is their economy even? You guys have this thing called fast food here? That was somewhere. Is a Chick Fil A out there, you guys? Get the fuck out of here, Chick Fil A. What else is there? There's roads, mailboxes. I saw street lights out there. You're not gonna believe this. For the kids, there was an elementary school. They they had sidewalks and grass. So uh, yeah, this is a very mixed crowd. There's uh, no, it's not. There's weather. There was weather here in Haver de Grace. The sun showed up. That was nuts. Much weather. Oh, here we go. Yeah, guard your wallets, folks. He looks at his pals and the security team. Arrest this man. <laughs> they wouldn't touch you, but they'll go right for this guy. And by the way, he's talking about the comic that was on stage earlier, right? Yeah, that's Grimes. That's Stop saying my fans. Rewind. His fans are non-existent. Other than his wife and his father-in-law, who he dragged there, there's not one person that's there for Dad. Not a single one. We were there for Tom. The others were brought by other comedians. So legitimately, every comic in that crowd has more people there supporting them than that fan. And listen to how smug he is where he's like, my fans were used to a little higher brow show. Like, what a fuck you. We don't even get to the real fuck you that he gives Tom. But like, what a fuck you to this whole night, what he says right here. Tom, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Your fans are not there. Hold on, pause one second. What does that mean? My fans are the ones that are about to listen to Toto after the show. Is that a stereotype? What is that? Uh, I I don't even know. I forgot how much I fucking hate him. Folks, if you made this far, comment on YouTube. What does that mean? <laughs> if you can enlighten us, please. What's he getting at? After the show, a little bit of rush here. It's just, and then there's like a lost group over there. There's this group that's there's section off over there. They're like the judges back there. So judges screaming, black guy, Pause again, these white chicks. I know we have analyzed like uh, a bunch of specials on why are you laughing. Chappelle's killing him softly. Uh, Brian Regan, Andrew Dice Clay, Richard Pryor, all sorts of specials. Eddie, both Eddie Murphy's. And in every one, and it kind of shame on me for not mentioning it. In every single one, I wonder 
what is the crowd like? Could you describe them individually? Mm-hmm. Each one, could you go through each one and describe them? <laughs> and finally, one mastermind is doing that. If you could go back just a tick to let us in on that is doing such a good, he's described the town bit by bit. Oh my God. It's crazy. They have a vet, an ice cream place and a Chick-fil-A. And now the, it, as a matter of fact, while the town has different things in it, the audience has different human beings. It's crazy. And they're all in different sections, almost like they're sitting with the people they came with. <laughs> hate them. I want them to fuck. I hate them. And then there's this section. That's wondering what the hell, like, is this the guy that's saying she bangs or is it Ugh. Yeah, remember? It's, that's only a 20-year-old reference. This is nice. I saw you guys holding medallions earlier. You wondering if you're going to be hypnotized and ass raped? You know? Aggressive. Good lord. Not be hypnotized, right? Because you watch a tape the next day and you're naked and your dick's hanging out. And you're like, I don't remember any of this. The last thing I saw was a medallion hanging, and now I'm up there. Classic hypnotizing. I don't know what happened. At least he's talking about hypnotizing and not in two weeks from now. <laughs> Anyways, guys, if you want to see the hypnotizing act I've been working on, come back out. Oh, he's talking about the black guy again saying homie. I relate to him. Get down on one knee and kind of, hey, hey, brother, let's rap for a minute. Do you? <laughs> Justin. Hey. hey, hey, my home dog. How about we squash this beef we've been having? Did you hear Justin? He goes, ooh. Just <laughs> all white people and one Asian right there. That's, and you racist motherfuckers. Why I think that's my relative. You're like, that relative? Why? Why would you are putting this on us. You're doing this yourself. Project much debt. <laughs> I did the first pitch yesterday for all white people out there. I am hurt. That was very exciting. You're in rural Maryland. What do you think <laughs> the demographics? Because me and Tom were out in the field practicing the morning of, like, as if I, my staying in America depends on it, right? <laughs> we're just going, like, I need to stay in America. I want to be like, Daddy, you got to be behind, please, right? Like, we got it down, and then they don't tell you, they switched the ball. Did they tell you that? Is to give you the soft toy ball, like it's Toys R Us. I don't know if that's true. That's why every celebrity who throws it looks like they're mentally ill. I think that was just a little league game. Could have been. Yeah, I throw out the first pitch at the home. They give me a real baseball player to catch it, right? They give me two furry mascots. That's great. Just a Vietnamese guy from the jungle throwing a toy ball at two furry animals. The I, what's the stereotype there? I don't, the I don't know. <laughs> but he's from California, yeah. not the I don't jungle. Get canceled. <laughs> That'd be a terrible <laughs> thing. You should get Dave on it. <laughs> Dave, get him. <laughs> you guys ever read Chick fil A? They have one here. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> I wonder if he does that in every city. He's like, oh, another one. Eight for eight on the store. Real hungry. Went there on Sunday. I get the barbecue chicken, you know, the bubble chicken sandwich, and then later on, you you have the shits. That's what happens. He's actually doing it. He's talking about 
Wouldn't it be crazy if I got food there? <laughs> Taco Bell fucking rules, dude. Continue. Continue with your genius writing. Just clench your butt cheeks after a Chick Fil A. Say prayers because they're Christians and I don't know. I've never had diuretic shits after Chick Fil A. No. How much are you eating? Are you just eating the skin off the chicken? Oh. Two great minds. Dad and Craig. On the same wavelength. To be fair, I was making a mockingly a bad joke, <laughs> and it happened to make his set. So. Everything is race. It's all like, oh my god, white people exist and black people. It's not even good. Believe it. It's not even like good racial material. (laughs) I I guess let me rephrase because Chappelle does a lot of race stuff. He's one of the greatest. What I'm saying is he's literally noting the race of human beings. Right. He's saying these people are white and some aren't. Like Marvel, I don't know if you guys are with me on this. Marvel started getting weird, right? I started getting weird, and then Justin now DC, they just fired the whole Justice League. They have Ezra, who apparently has, what is it, child pornography problem? He has a couple problems, right? They do. He's still the Flash. And then they fired Wonder Woman. They're like, okay, let's figure this out here. We just lost $80 million. Maybe Wonder Woman. Maybe we're being too hasty. Let's bring the Justice League back. Let's bring alcohol and Ben Affleck back as soon as possible. Like, you know they're out of ideas to go with multiverse. What does that mean? We don't have to write a fucking script. Just everybody comes in from everywhere. Can we do that? Oh, can I say, you know, pause real quick, we're about to hit a good part. Go back just a little bit. But this is the first time he's done material. Now he's doing, like, this Justice League thing is his first actual material. Mm -hmm. And the other guys that were there pointed it out well before I realized it. What he's doing is, like, he was so nervous about us. He thought we were going to ruin the show that he was nervous to come on stage. So he was trying to provoke us into saying something. But we were so much more bored by Dat's act than the rest of the comics. Because the rest of the comics were at least, like, interesting to watch. Whereas Dat's were kind of just like, whatever. That he finally felt comfortable because he's like, oh, they're not going to fuck with me. When it's like a guy that's been doing it for 25, 30 years should not be petrified that people that don't look like his normal crowd are in the audience. Ugh, he's the worst. (laughs) <laughs> we just lost eighty million dollars. Maybe Wonder Woman. Maybe we're being too hasty. Let's bring the Justice League back. Let's Ten more minutes. Like you know, they're out of ideas. They go like multiverse. What does that mean? We don't have to write a fucking script. Just everybody comes in from everywhere. Can we do that? We have sixteen Spider-Mans. Can we do that? I just lost everybody. I just completely nerded out. Like, when everybody. he starts doing yeah, material, he certainly did. Yeah, about ten minutes ago. I have one Asian here. Do you know why are you sitting by yourself isolated from everybody? I came alone, dick. You have to point it out. It was not booked. As soon as possible, before they give us the bird flu. Let's get out of here. Now you're fed. You just watched Tom said, talking about drugs and shit. I said bird flu once. Wait, wait, what did he say there? Go back a little bit. Did you not catch in person that he was talking shit to you? 
You you just watched Tom's set talking about drugs and shit? I don't remember him talking about drugs. Is that what he said? Oh my God. Uh, you're offended? <laughs> you just watched Tom's set talking about drugs and shit. Oh. I said bird flu once. You go, oh, fuck. Hey. No. Tom ever wants to talk about drugs? And then, uh, Could've. Are you, are you better be now? Are you a nurse? <laughs> Wanna be? <laughs> She's the only Asian in here, you guys. Wow, what a fascinating characteristic. There's billions of them. <laughs> There's billions. I found an Asian, guys. My father-in-law's here now. Like, who did my daughter marry? What the hell is this? Yep, that's definitely what he's saying. That is true. That's the one thing he's nailed. When you shop at Joe's, you saw the flyer or Oh, oh my yeah. god, dude. You're a fucking 25-year comic. Stop only doing crowd work. But also, doing crowd work, like, why are you here? Maybe don't 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 shake that tree too much. Is that we got like me and Tom and two of our black friends? A couple of white people now Vietnamese lesbians with an American flag shirt on This is weird. And then you guys were mind fucked in the middle of the show. It's not weird. It's a mostly white audience with a couple others sprinkled in. He's panicking. <laughs> this was a bombing of epic proportions. Oh, yeah. I just He's easily the worst that we've seen. Right? Shit, right? And now um, leave in the comments who you think the worst was. People are, you know, stapling each other's heads. How about that weird dating game right there, right? Like, do you want bachelor number one, bachelor number four? Okay, staple ahead. Okay, no fun. Like, what the fuck? Now he's just shitting on the magician I for some reason. His friend choose who's gonna get murdered. You like that? What do you still like for the staple? Who do you want to pick? Uh, my buddy Brian. Mostly uh, no staple. This could have been something if he made fun of the magician right when he got on stage. Right. But we've all listened to him talk about Chick Fil A for twenty minutes. And it's like it's kind of a high theater, and they said go upstairs. What's downstairs? Bodies? What's down? What are they hiding down there? Too far? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the issue with it. <laughs> Just put their bottle or water bottle aside. Just reaching in there and she's pulling out a revolver. She's like, fuck this. I am going to warn everyone. It just cuts off randomly in the middle because Justin stopped. I mean, <laughs> I can't say that. Justin stopped the guy from recording. Justin dozed off. <laughs> no, he the guy recording didn't know what to do. So. He physically stopped the guy from recording illegally. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's Justin knew how bad it was to record. It's like a I don't know. If you made it this far, say thank you, Justin, for stopping this heinous crime. Yes. It's a hate crime against himself. Oh, my God, dude. He is bad. Painfully. In some ways, I do think there's, like, a God, because, like, it was raining sideways. I was in D.C. before this, and I was here, and it was raining. What a terrible weather. I've been all over the country. It's like June, and it's like... And sometimes it rains. And then the one day it stopped raining is the one day there's a baseball game. Do you know that 7-Eleven has a soda fountain? And I'm pitching towards stuffed animals. That's... You said the one day it stopped raining was the one day there was a baseball game. There's baseball every fucking day. And that's not an announcer guy you're talking about? I don't know what his name is. 
Yeah, no, 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 there's another guy. Tom. <laughs> there's another guy. And he goes, oh, he's talking about the Aberdeen Ironbirds PA announcer and asks the audience, do you guys know who I'm talking about? Not throwing it to him. No. Help me. Not look like an ass in front of these people. For anyone that doesn't quite understand what that means, if there's a single A affiliate near you, Ask yourself if you know their PA announcer. You're rationing your water, trying to your piss during the show. And like, I want to get up, but apparently instead of an act, he's talking directly to me, and I'm about to urinate my bladder into my lap. Urinate my bladder into my lap. Yes, how'd you do it, man? How do you get all this beautiful mm. white thing in the corner? Who are you? Are you a pimp? Who are you? Oh, of course he's black. Yeah. He's talking about pushing women downstairs while they're pregnant. <laughs> No, it was just George Floyd. Waka, 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 waka. Again. <laughs> Keep it on track. I remember the show you're on. Uh, I know. I'm I'm tagging his jokes, and they're probably appropriate. I got you. Not to Aberdeen. That gets worse out there. Maybe let's go to D.C. Where we can hide. We'll just go there. Just, we'll stop the escalator. Just leave the engine running. So you're going to do a DC sniper joke next? You know what kind of person he is in a Buick? We don't know. We're just white conservative white people surrounding one Filipino. That's what we're doing. He's again analyzing the crowd. Most of you are white, but not all of you. Look at my sunglasses. You're so bright. The Martin Sheen group. You know what I'm talking about? The Fleetwood Mac group. Right here. You know what I mean? This is the group. I know this group. They're acting calm. They used to do cocaine, but now we're drinking orange He's pointing at old people being like, this is the Martin Sheen Fleetwood Mac group. I don't get it. I mean, I get that they're old, but. To wake up at five. That's me sometimes. I don't... My God. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. <laughs> oh, well, Dad, that's one thing we are, is very calm. <laughs> Comatose, you might say. We get excited when we watch the forensic files. Okay, this side is forensic files. Oh, damn. We got some old souls here, right? Murder. Murder and nerd science together. You can talk about how white chicks love murder docs, Dad. <laughs> my wife and I watch it a lot when I'm not on the road. I'm by myself sometimes, and I'm a pussy. I leave the TV, I leave one light on for the ghost to fucking murder. Apparently, these ghosts can travel through time and space and go through walls, but one light because you know. Attack is proven. You've disproven ghosts, Dad. Congratulations. Finally, that you tore down that fucking killer. <laughs> I, I think Justin's about to shut us off. We got uh, two minutes. I feel like we accomplished something. Okay, just these guys are staring at me. These chicks are with me more than this group. This group, like, continue. We are digesting what you're saying. And this group's like, yeah, fucking, yeah, poison, stallion, fucking antifreeze, drink it. Who has reacted? I have no idea. You are fucking sick. They take like a case of Coca Cola bottles and then they, they take it off. I think the dad's presenting these topics, and then he's like, you guys are fucking sick. 
And I'm sure if you come up with any foods, I don't know. This is inane rambling. It makes no sense. I realized it was forensics. We're on a first name basis. <laughs> I don't have time to call it forensic files. It's the laugh on the inside. That's right here. Like inside, oh my God, you're killing me. But on the outside, they're like, yes. Good joke, good punchline. I'm going to bed soon. Some of them are sneaking in the bathroom to brush your teeth right now. That's my how, God, how 30 seconds. <laughs> to the big closer. Take them home and they start sleeping. I don't even know what time it is. It's 9.30. I know. That's not a good sign. 9.30 we're at the rooftop of a theater for during the very racist days. That's where we are. Wait, what? There's a fire department behind us. Visitors. We weren't on the rooftop. Wonderful. I think he's trying to make it sound more important. Okay. It's done. That's it. It's done. <laughs> I've never been in a, I've been in a lot of comedy shows. I've never been at one where they're like, "What time is it?" <laughs> and then go, "Ah, oh, shit! It's nine thirty already." My God! <laughs> and then he just starts at the end. He's just like, first of all, we weren't on the rooftop. We were on the ground floor. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. And then he says something about like the roof is from the old racist days. I don't know what that means either. And then. As he should, because you guys are probably wondering, and shame on me for not mentioning it earlier. There was a fire uh, fire station next door, fire department, whatever you call it. And uh, that's a that's a good color for the crowd that's there, mind you. We all walked into the building. We saw the fire department. <laughs> <sighs> well, comment uh, grape show if you made it all the way to the end through death set. And uh, I got to admit, I thought that was going to be a lot more fun than it was, if I'm being honest with you. I got to be honest. I was struggling until the magician. (laughs) (laughs) The magician, we definitely amped up. He had a great bit letting us know he's going to be back in two weeks. And then, and then Daffan comes on and I hate him all over again, making me completely forget that the energy immediately makes me completely forget and feel bad for Tom, even though Tom's been a dickhead. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is an exhausting one. So, guys, let me know. Uh, like I said, I thought it would be a little more fun than I think it turned out to be. Well, let me know if you got some enjoyment out of it, even this, just for for yeah. um, uh, posterity's sake. It's a test for the gearheads. We're going to be looking at the comment section. Yeah, We'll be back. Whatever the next episode is, I, I don't know. But whatever it is, we'll be back to normal. That <laughs> Whenever that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As uh, my friend BJ Corville says, this is a podcast I just started and may never do again. So, <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Yeah. Go to verygoodshow.org. That's where you can find Craig's stuff. You guys know. Go to blindmike.net for this program. Support the show any way you can. We appreciate it. Uh, go follow Hack Ride on YouTube, all that good stuff. And by the time we get back, uh, oh, well, why are you laughing is on its normal schedule. So make sure you keep watching that. Correct. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Uh, goodbye. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way. Everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope you hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on.
Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me a Mike Vrabel story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. My belly hurts. Can you please kindly F off, please? Anyway, God bless America.